You're listening to the Irish take on the Great British Bake Off with me, Paddy Courtney, and Louise Lennox. It's the Hollywood handshake. She's that chef from the telly who's always up for a laugh. And I'm an actor, screenwriter, and full confession here. I've never baked a cake or a loaf of bread. Oh, no. Not even during lockdown. Not even during lockdown. What were you doing? Oh, my God. And with that big reveal, let us tell you about our new podcast, The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Every week, we'll bring you our tuppence worth on last night's episode of The Bake Off. As well as us chatting about all things Bake Off, from contestants to the hosts and to those fun weekly challenges they all face in the tent. And hopefully, have a bit of crack along the way. Sticking to every bit of my mouth. Bon appetit! <laughs> All slowly sabotaged. <laughs> I think it's delicious. Cappuccino. Can you say Sorry. cappuccino one more time? <laughs> welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Irish Take of the Great British Bake Off. It's Caramel Week this week, and the Jurgenator is back with a bang baby and this time his wife actually picked up the bleeding phone and answered them when he got to a star baker for the third time hello darling hello. how are you yes star baker again no way <laughs> yes oh yeah. amazing hello there lou what did you make of tonight's show well patty i i, I would love to say I loved tonight's show, but I was actually filming a TV show myself today. So what? I only got home just at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Live podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, right. Uh, it was amazing. Okay, right. Best now, show ever. I, yeah, that's, it just, we should just have recorded little sound bites of, oh, I can't believe X did ooh and uh. Um, it was Caramel Week. Um, so I'll... I'll and we'll start from the end and work backwards. Basically, Jurgen is back with a bang. Um, he went off in tangents, and I think his his the very last thing he made was just you know off the charts. But he threw literally the kitchen caramel sink at it. He just put everything. In. I think there's a a clip of him just saying everything that was ever in his cupboard ever, and um, I think that's the reason he won it. But I think overall, everybody this week was a bit off. There was a kind of, I don't know, Does is caramel intimidating? Does it do that to you, Lou? Yeah, like you'd end up in hospital with a third degree burn, Paddy. Need skin grafts, you know. Good to know a doctor or a surgeon because like this thing is dangerous. Oh, really? Uh, can, well, then can I ask you a question? At the start, there was people talking about uh, wet caramel and dry caramel. And I'm just going, oh, I can't wait to talk to Lou about this because she's going to know. So please enlighten me. What is the difference between wet and dry caramel? So dry caramel is when you just melt sugar in a pan and you don't add any liquid into it, which would generally be water. And a wet caramel is when you're making caramel and you put water into the sugar to make the caramel. That's the difference. Um, Have you a preference? um, Wet caramel, actually, because I just find the dry the dry sugar can burn a lot faster. So wet caramel gives you a little bit more time. It depends what you're making, though, for your recipe. Um, but the big problem is it turns very fast caramel. So you need to be like a secret agent or, you know, eyes at the back of your head, really ready to pounce at any moment because danger's all around you. Why, why and, do you say it turns? Is that like me with a few whiskeys inside me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn very fast. I do. So caramel goes from, you know, you're watching it like sugar melting, the sugar melting, you have to let the sugar melt, melt slowly so it doesn't burn too fast or else it's going to get really bitter. Um, and then as soon as it's starting to 
to turn to turn into a caramel color. So you're going from white sugar into caramel color. That can happen very, very fast. And you need to get it at the precise right moment because if you were to add in, say, your cream too soon, if you're making, you know, like a caramel sauce, it's going to be anemic and it's going to be a bit too watery and not very tasty. You're not going to have that caramel flavor that we all know and love. If you add it in too late, it's going to be burnt and taste burnt and be disgusting and really thick. So it is, you do like, it is a science and you do need to keep your eyes on it. That was the panic tonight. Different people kind of going like, you know, well, what am I going to do? This, this, this is, it's starting to look a bit brown. But how do you actually, like, how do you know? Is there a certain amount of time that you go, this is when I should stop, take it off the pan or when I should add cream to it or butter to it or... Well, you take it off the pan, hopefully, before it's black. That's kind of normally good. When it starts turning a golden colour, that's when you would add in your cream because that stops the cooking process. Um, you could use a sugar thermometer as well. Those people don't have that at home. Or people that are, you know, like me, would do it by eye. So you don't really need that unless you need a specific... Speaking of doing things by eye, we're talking eye. right now and I, we're, we're talking down... I can see you on, um, on a, a screen here. And can I just say... Fantastic makeup, Louise Lennox. Let's just say it wasn't going out anywhere. No one asked me on a date. I was working today. I was filming a show, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh, I can't talk about it or else. I love that. Everybody says that in TV land. Like, you know, I'm doing something special, but I can't really talk about it. Um, So when will we get to see the show? If I do talk about it, then oh. I'll be in breach of my contract and I'll be unemployed. <laughs> so oh. I can't talk about it. They get you to sign an NDA yeah. for a... Okay, right. Were you baking in it? Just that, can I ask you that question? Let's just say my hands may have touched ingredients. I can't elaborate <laughs> on that. <gasps> All right, okay. Well, then, can I ask you a question related to tonight's Bake Off then? Because um, everybody was using, and I've seen these used before, and I've never actually talked to you about this, uh, baking beans. Th- th- when you're making sort of a, a, a tart, um, uh, not like weird science making a tart. Uh, that was a, a beautiful woman they were making there. But um, when they're, you're making a baking a tart, they put in these beans. Can I ask... What are they made of? Um, I actually—they're ceramic, most of them. Are yeah. They? All right, um, okay. But you know what, though, Paddy? So I'm just going to backtrack here. So the signature challenge I did read was caramel tart. Oh. Yes. Okay. Because you're you're my eyes and ears, so I'm assuming that oh, they're all pastry based. Were they, Paddy? Uh, yes, they were. Yes. So baking beans are—I think they are one of the best investments you can have and anyone oh. thinking of Christmas presents to buy somebody for the person that loves to bake that may have everything if they don't have baking beans it is a very good purchase um, so they heat up really fast and they cook the pastry um, like the inside of the pastry because a lot of the time you can have uncooked or uneven cooked pastry and I'll give you a great tip if you don't have baking beans you know what you can use instead of that that heats up really fast in Tell the me. oven old coins I uh, hear but they're not like are they going <laughs> to no, I'm not putting in dirty old coins into it. Don't put it directly on the pastry, or else you're eating a pastry coin tart, which is probably indigestible and going to kill you, Paddy. You'd put them with a little bit of baking parchment, tin foil, or even cling film to stop them from touching the pastry. Have you not learned anything in the last couple of series episodes oh, of this show? Cling, hold on, would cling film not melt and then no. all of a sudden you're eating it? What? No, does it? Fact. Whoa. I, you can line a cake tin with cling film and bake it in the oven and it doesn't melt. Okay, mine officially blown. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then also, for the week that's in it, okay, we've just had Halloween gone back, uh, gone by. Uh, Barnbracks, do you ever make them or do you ever eat them? 
they're one of the most disgusting inventions <laughs> on this earth. It, and if you gave it to me, even if I was hadn't been fed in five days, I give it back to you. It's all that what? fruit, <laughs> bits of like what they put in old rings, probably put in nails and hairs and God knows what else. What bits well, of you're rag, just, you're no just to put coins into a bake and you're giving out about no, rings not and... to eat it. You all you right, bake okay. the pastry with it, but barn brack, I think it's one of the most disgusting <laughs> things, and I never eat it. And to my dying day, I will never. Past my lips. Oh, also, by the way, did you have any trick or treaters call to you this week? No, because I went out trick or treating with my little girl who's 15 months old, and oh. they're going to the door and they're like, Oh, I get the treats. I'm like, it's for her mother. It's for me. <laughs> yeah. I filled up my treat bowl. And they're like, like when you're giving the candy away the next day from your child, it's like, why would anyone do that? You eat it yourself. <laughs> Clearly, I'm we going trick or treating for me. Never, ever has anybody ever called to this door. Ever, ever, ever. And this is the first year that somebody actually called to the door. And I was caught off guard. I had nothing. Like, I know I, I don't have sweets in this house. So I you just, give I the can't. money. I did, like, but then also because of COVID, like you don't have any money. I'm thinking I need that money there because in case I'm going to bake some, a cake, I'll need that money to weigh it down <laughs> because I don't have any baking beans. But I revolute them the money. <laughs> you know, I was thinking for a second how savvy kids are. I was half expecting to say, listen, I don't have any uh, change in me and him to pull out one of those uh, card reading machines. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> you can just up. tap here, pal. Uh, or I'll pick. But uh, yeah, no, I actually had a few coins and they were over the moon I remember when I was a kid when like the word got out if there was a house that had money rather than what would it give you like monkey nuts or, peanut, or apples or something like that everybody went down to the house that had the money so my fear now is next year I'm going to be known as the, the gaff with the money oh yeah you'll have to bolt up your house or bake for them and then they'll never call to you again <laughs> <laughs> right. listen getting off topic okay let's, let's okay, go back to just uh, tell me the signature challenge caramel tarts who stood out for you please tell me Lizzie's still in the competition because I'm going to cry if she's gone home this week yeah do you know what Lizzie no Lizzie was uh, and a bit on edge like they were kept on going on about her lack of finesse her lack of finesse her lack of finesse and at one stage she went on about how like look at me do I ever look like I've ever had any finesse and I was like oh, Lizzie don't be saying that don't be putting into their heads like a reason to send you away and even at one stage George said to them oh I packed my bag last night like if I've ever heard anybody giving up as much in all my life, it's don't tell them you packed your bags. Don't tell them that you, you failed 17 times, you know, when you were trying to practice this at home. It's like, oh, don't be feeding them any of that kind of stuff. And I, I feared for Lizzie as we went along. But I, I'm gonna, let's jump to the technical challenge for a second, because basically they had to make 10 identical caramel biscuit bars, crumbly butter shortbread. And basically they said everything other than the word Twix. They for were just, copyright oh, reasons. Really? Okay. They had to make Twix. And I love uh, Twix. Oh, I okay. love a Twix. And, oh, my God. And they made 10, uh, you know, identical ones. And some of them were amazing. Others were absolutely ridiculous. They just like plates of poo for them to come up. <laughs> so it's like, just like a dirty little protest from all the contestants. But um, just like, you know, so it was like some of them are great. Jürgen was quite good, to be fair. And um you know, he was doing all right. But um, there was a, a moment in it, I've got to say as well, for, just for the comedy, you know, I'm always looking out for the comedy. Noel went around uh, certain members of contestants and basically said, I'm going to sum up the contestants um, in a couple of minutes. And he went through, all the, like, we've got to go through that to see who Giuseppe looked like Al Pacino if he was on the Guess Who board. And all the contestants <laughs> were looking and going, what in the name of Jesus is he on about? Cheeks looks like a lumberjack Robert De Niro serial killer, which was brilliant. But the one was, he said, I thought Lizzie was going to box them. 
the head off him. He said, she looks like Princess Leia dressed as a children's bullfighter. And everybody had just stared at him when he said what he thought they looked like. And she just went, don't ever come back here again. <laughs> Lizzie takes no shit. And I just oh, thought, I love that about her. You would, you would champion that about Lizzie tonight. She just didn't take any shit as well. But he didn't go near Crystal at all. So maybe he was under a warning from Paul. Don't be touching my board there, pal. Just don't be, uh, don't be slacking her. I'm just going to sum up the bakers in a very concise way. Check this out. Al Pacino, if he was on the Guess Who board. Lumberjack, Robert De Niro, serial killer. Wow. <laughs> the main puppet in the labyrinth mixed with League of Gentlemen. Princess Leia dressed as a children's bullfighter. <laughs> wow. Don't ever come over it again. That's it. That's it. My work's done. <laughs> they all hate me now. That was a, because the comedy was a bit flat, but I'm so glad he did that. He brought brought a bit of um, a mess into it, all right. Like, Anyone so, overcook the caramel? Um, a few people had to do it time and time again. And um, and also they were talking about, like, I think it was Giuseppe saying stuff like that, you know, it, it wasn't piping and it wasn't liquid enough to be piped and um, not stiff enough to stand up. And it was like, yay, more innuendo. Thank you very much, Giuseppe. But um, yeah, it did all right. And then it went on to the, our final one, our showstopper, which was just... I saw that. Ridiculous, wasn't it? Okay, they had to do a dome. Dome, da dum 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 That, tell me about that. Is that difficult? It is. Oh. So when you're doing domes, it really depends on how well you know your ingredients. Um, I hoped that they were going to choose isomalt to make oh, the dome with. I'm so glad you said that word. They kept saying it. They kept saying it. And I was trying to pause and Google it. What is isomalt? 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 It's every pastry chef's best friend in the kitchen because it doesn't absorb the air, the water in the air, like regular sugar does. Um, it's it's amazing. You can mold it, you can bend it. It does come from sugar, it doesn't taste as sweet as sugar. But do you want to know a really interesting fact about it? Um, like technically, you can't digest it. So it passes all the way through your body, literally. And it comes out like the other end. Chocolate caramel bars they made in the... <laughs> <laughs> they do, except it might be a little bit sweeter. You know? okay, stop, stop, stop. Um, but it's really good for making decorations. You know, it's not as easy to burn as sugar and sugar can kind of go a little bit yellowy when you're trying to uh, melt it to mold it. Whereas right. isomalt can stay like really clear. I did see a few of those were cloudy, which didn't look good. Um, so it's brilliant. And then it sets really fast and you can even melt it in the microwave, which you can't do with sugar. Um, and it stands up against any humidity. So it's, it's brilliant. I love it, especially oh. this time of year because I always put it in my gingerbread houses when I make them. Um, so the sugar domes, that was going to be the really tricky part and they had to make it caramelly. I came in at the very end, the best part, when I saw them presenting them to the judge. I thought crystals, I loved the fact that it was uh, Grandad George's Cactus Garden. Now, okay, it was a little bit misty. Paul even called it a misty greenhouse, which I thought was funny. He's getting really funny. I'm starting I like him more. Well, you know the way I love Crystal. Me and Paul, we like you know, got arm rest. Fancier, fancier. However, she she started to use, and I don't like when they do this in these competitions. She brought up the dead granddad, and she said, um, th- she talked about and the reason she made this garden was because, um, oh yeah, uh, the day before my granddad uh, suddenly passed away, 
Uh, and I went like, oh, really? He bought a cactus and gave it to us. And I went like, well, then obviously granddad was allergic to cacti if he died the very next day. <laughs> but then I was thinking, he suddenly died. Then they showed a picture and granddad looked like 127 years of age. Like, so he's just like, he didn't suddenly die. He died because he was a granddad and he was old and he had a good run of it. Like, it's just, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so I didn't like that she was doing that. So I'm starting to turn off El uh, Crystal. So, uh, so um, For yeah, that no. reason, Paddy. Yeah. Was, but however, however, I've got to say as well, your pal you would have loved it she uh crystal was in trouble towards the end and everybody seemed to get their bakes done in time get their domes made and lizzie the lovely lizzie came to her rescue she showed her how she did her um dome and she copied it and got it just done in the nick down everybody looked as if they're gonna have a heart attack while they were watching on and um she gave lizzie a big hug to go oh my god thank you so much and she put down the dome and it stuck to i don't know what it stuck to in the sink as well i go like don't be giving her hugs yet just deal with your your dome for christ's sake like and uh, so lovely lizzie she just um She's yeah, a champion. I think she, she is. But I tell you now, as we rolled on, if you came in at the end, you saw them being presented. So obviously you saw who Star Baker was. Jürgen. Jürgen is back. And or Jürgen. I, Jürgen doesn't understand the nicknames everybody has over in England, but you add the S at the end. Chiggs is looking there going, box the head off you there, Paul. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Chiggs. But he, he gave himself another nickname because they said Jürgen is back. And he said Jürgen Puppy something is, I don't know what he said. I got that. I didn't get, I I couldn't understand yeah. it. No, it yeah, understand and, and he repeated it. Um, yeah, he did the the caramel contrast. Like his his looked nice. Um, and then uh, I think it was Prue said it was like the best she'd ever tasted with Ooh. this dessert. The lady fingers were nice. That like there is a little bit of um, uh, <laughs> I'm such a juvenile. Lady fingers. Okay, right. The, he had a hundred and seven steps on his list. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you could do lists that long for that show. I think um, we bored them into submission, to be fair. Liz, Lizzie, though, like, so when I came at the end and I saw hers, it did look a bit gaudy. And I was kind of going, wow, really deep blue rose bowl. But I love the title she kept it, or she called it, calling it like roses really smell like caramel again. Oh, brilliant. Out of the box thinking. And when they tried to cut into it, because she, well, I thought it was inventive. She turned it upside down very literally and it was more like a trifle bowl and if she'd gone with trifle Prue said she would have done well it needed the caramel but it looked very dry and when they cut into it it did look disgusting I still love Lizzie but it didn't well, look did great say at the start, they did say there was an element of finesse yes there really but, was like, which is, which is, and I think you know to be fair I think that's what won her the day because two things one they said there was an element of finesse two was that she actually helped out crystal when she was up the walls and wrecked so i think and and i'll give you three three they have to keep her in because she's really really funny she is good fun and also to be fair george was only packed and ready to go so they didn't care about him so the producers don't don't let lizzie go we need her because she brings a bit of quirkiness to the show and obviously everyone loves her including lulu um so paddy because You've educated me on the show and parts of your life. Um, what have you learned tonight? Stand up moments. Well, well, I've learned what that ice melt is ice that melt. I never knew before. So thank you very much. I know it's it's sugar that I can use that's not going to soak up the moisture in the atmosphere. So thank you for that, Lou. What, what did you learn this week other than I should make it home in time to watch the show so I can talk to Paddy about it on the podcast? I 
learned that you're really fickle when you fancy people. I can't believe that you've gone off crystal for that <laughs> no. silly little reason. I was... It's not a silly, you don't dig up your dead granddad to try and win you the thing. Anyway, she's true the next she's week. She's gorgeous. Yes, she is. Okay, that. Well, uh, of course, well, she's proper. Okay, sorry, let's leave it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in again this week for our little podcast, The Irish Take and the Great British Bake Off. Next week, they're going to do free from. So it's free from dairy. It's gluten free. It's vegan. So all I can say is, Where's Freya? <laughs> she nailed. I'm going free from what? <laughs> Bring back I the dairy. I miss her cappuccino. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you next Bye. week. Thanks for listening to the Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Tell a friend, family member, or co-worker about this podcast. Go on, help spread the word. And make us number one. And if you could leave us a rating and a review, as well as hitting that follow button, it would be very much appreciated. I'm Paddy Courtney. She's Louise Lennox. We're back again next week for another Bake Off review and even more Paul Hollywood slagging. Nude sculpture of Paul Hollywood. Oh, what flavour would the nipples be? Lime. The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off is produced by Gordon Hayden. Bye-bye, Bake Off lovers. Chat to you all next week.